Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is I again, your host for another great episode of Political Theater. It is me, Charles Nash, and folks, we have got a great, great show tonight. I've got uh, Brooks and Dunn with hardworking man, because folks, this is uh, this show can sometimes be a little bit of hard work. With that being said, though, I as I'm smiling as I say that, it's it's really not hard work. But with that being said, there's a lot that goes into uh, putting putting this podcast and 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 this show together. But um, it's something that I like doing and taking my time to do to bring you information that you may have not heard in the news or off the internet or wherever you get your information from. It takes a little bit of time to collaborate and put some of these things together. But uh, I am glad that I am here each and every week to bring you what I can bring you in the news. So the very first thing I want to get into this evening, uh, we've had a lot of things that have happened since the last time I was I was on the air here last week. So the biggest thing that I'm going to get into here, and it's news everywhere. I mean, there's every network is talking about this, is uh, Breyer's retirement. Uh, he is one of the Supreme Court justices, one of the liberal ones. He's getting ready to retire. He's announced his retirement. Um, so I'm going to read, read this article here. It says, Bayer's retirement under pressure means Biden will get his justice. It says, there is already a major effort underway to convince people that Stephen Bayer decided to step down from the Supreme Court completely on his own. Now, the reason I'm starting off with this article tonight Supreme Court Justice Stephen Bear, he's been under a lot of pressure within the last year and a half, especially since COVID started, from all your left-wing nuts out there about retiring so that they could get someone that was, how do I put this, without being rude. Well, there's really no way I can't be rude by saying they want to put a nut job on the Supreme Court. There's no other way of saying it. They want to put someone on the Supreme Court that is so wacko, it would make AOC look like a kindergartner going to a political school. That That's what they want to do here. They want to put someone so extreme in there that it, it just everyone else pales in comparison to who they want to put on on that bench. Now, it's being floated around today that they're wanting to put an individual on there as a woman and a woman of color. Now, it's been talked about that if 
Joe Biden doesn't do that, well, that could be severe, severe consequences. Because, see, the far left, folks, is trying to say that right now on the Supreme Court, it's very, how do I put this, racist isn't the word that they would use. It's very divided when it comes to ethnically, ethnic, eth, let, me, let me pronounce this again, ethnicness of color, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, the way I read this here this morning. It's basically meaning that they have to put someone of color on there because right now on the Supreme Court, I believe there's only one individual of color. And, and that's what I've read from all the reports, that it's just, you know, there's there's no diversity on the Supreme Court. And it's the same thing I, I, I've read, that there's not, not enough women on the Supreme Court. Now, there is a woman already on the Supreme Court. There's already someone of different ethnic uh, skin color on the Supreme Court. So this whole deal about it has to be a woman and that they have to be someone of color. I It blows my mind, folks, when I read these articles and I read the nonsense that goes into them. The fact of the matter is, this is how I look at it. I hope everybody listening looks at this the same way. It should not matter what your skin color is. It should not matter what your religious background is. Where you're from. What they should be focusing on. And again, this goes back to just like with policies too, with, with in the political field. They should be looking at these individuals' records while serving on the lower chambers of court. They should be looking at their career as a judge, their tenure, what they've done, what they've ruled on, how closely or not closely they follow the law, how they've interpreted the law in the past. Those are the things that they should be focusing on. No, 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 no. Not here, not now. Has to be a woman. Has to be a woman of color. And it has to be someone with extreme liberal views. Those are the three key criteria that I have read in almost every article today. I read it on Fox. I've read it on MSNBC. CNN is having a, a, a heyday with it since it was announced. I've read it on Reuters, the Washington Post. And every one of them are saying the same thing. Well, it has to be this. While none of them are even focusing on what it actually should be. The individual's record. Their record, how they voted, with 
court cases in the past, how they are as a judge, and what they what they would do if they were nominated to go on the Supreme Court as a Supreme Court justice. But you're not hearing any of that. Reading on in this article, just to give you a, a kind of an insight to it even more, it says the reality is he is under immendous political pressure from the Democrats and the media liberals. They're talking again about uh, Supreme Court Justice um, Stephen Bear. They're basically painting this as he's an 83-year-old man who's under so much pressure from the far left that he just decided he it's time for himself to step down. When the reality is, folks, he's 83 years old. He's probably just tired of serving on the Supreme Court. But that's the article and all that's surrounding the article. I mean, that, that is all I've heard on every major news network. But I wanted to share that with everybody because, <clears throat> again... You know, it, it doesn't, like like this one here. There's another article that, that just popped up here. I'm, I'm, I want to read it with everybody here. As soon as the network catches up with itself here. Well, I'm having some technical difficulties here, apparently. Here it is. It says, here. this one just came up here about 49 minutes ago. It says, Bayer retirement sparks new debate over originalism, Supreme Court approach. It says, Supreme Court Justice Stephen Bayer announced Wednesday that he would retire, reigniting a debate on judicial philosophies like the constitutional uh, originalism as President Biden considers candidates to nominate to the nation's highest court. It says, while Americans associate originalism with the Republican Party or former President Donald Trump, it says the philosophy, philosophy is capable with liberal and democratic values, experts say. Some legal experts and professionals like professors, called on Biden to nominate an originalist to replace Bayer, while a critic called the issue a red herring. See what I'm saying here? This is exactly what I'm talking about. They are so stuck on this whole, we have to put someone in there that is so extreme. And then they give their little list of what it has to be and who can only be nominated has to be a woman has to be a woman of color has to be someone on extreme leftist originality originality and 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 on the far left a liberal something of the likes that we haven't seen before that's what they want I even read today 
this was on CNN, they were even talking about, well, maybe it would be smart if we take someone from the Black Lives Matters movement and put them on the Supreme Court. Can you imagine someone from Black Lives Matter being a Supreme Court justice? You want to talk about no law whatsoever and someone really not doing their job of trying to interpret the law as it stands on the books or in the Constitution or so forth? Can you imagine if they would try to do that, would put someone from Black Lives Matter on the Supreme Court ticket? You might as well just throw everything with this country down the toilet. And I know what people say, well, come on, Mr. Nash, you know that's not going to, that's not the point that it's not going to happen. And don't say that it can't happen. We're under a administration that has lied through its teeth before and even after they got into power. Here's another great example of just exactly what I'm talking about. Today, for example. Today, we found out this was coming from Fox News, and it's hit the internet about these secret flights of illegal immigrants being flown in to the country to different states, and then they're just letting them go. So this video that just came out exposes a cover-up of Biden's uh, immigrant migrant flights into the U.S., I'm going to read a little bit of this. It says a leaked video shows federal contractors flying migrants to suburban New York. And in the title, they've got up there in big, bold letters. It says, betraying the American people. It says a leaked video, and you can see the video. They've got it up. It says shows migrants being transported on a secret charter flight under the cover of night from southern border states to Winchester, New York. In an article here, it says that uh, the government is betraying the American people, a federal contractor told a Winchester County police officer in a conversation recorded on the officer's body cam on a tarmac, on a tarmac at Winchester Airport. This was back on August the 13th of 2021. It says the freedom was obtained via a Freedom of Information Act request by the former Winchester County Executive Rob Astrono. It says reports first surfaced of such flights back in October of 21. When the New York Post captured video of a scene at an airport at White Plains, New York. 
you have individuals that have come forth. They were on Tucker Carlson's show. They said our, our government is completely out of control right now. They have lied to us. They have lied to the American people. So why would it be really far-fetched, folks? You're hearing this story about how they're still illegally, not at the border, they're flying migrants into the country from other destinations, from other spots, from other countries, and letting them go. None of these people have been vetted. None of these people, we don't know anything about their medical history. We have nothing, we know nothing about their, if they carry a disease. You want to talk about COVID running wild, how this administration through Biden says that the unvaccinated are the problem. Now we have these videos coming out of him bringing in illegal immigrants from other countries, flying them in. So getting back to my very first topic here about the Supreme Court justice nomination, don't think it's funny when I say, well, they've, they've talked about maybe putting someone from Black Lives Matter on there. It's not far-fetched. When they can lie to the American public about flying people in from other countries, on chartered planes and just releasing them with no black background checks, no medical history, no, no, you know, looking at the individual for who they are, if they've committed a felony, anything. I mean, for all they know, they could be releasing a whole plane full of sex traffickers. So it does not surprise me when they say, well, we, we want to put someone far left on the Supreme Court. It does not surprise me, folks. And they will. I guarantee every nominee that comes up under Joe Biden for the Supreme Court pick will be someone or multiple individuals that are going to get picked apart when they go in front of committee, of the committees to look at these individuals, to interview them. They're going to get picked apart, whoever they are. Everyone thought it was bad when, when Donald Trump picked his two Supreme Court nominees. You know, at least his nominees had good records. The individuals that Joe Biden's going to bring up, I <laughs> I severely question. And I mean severely question. Just something to think about, like I said. We have a lying administration about everything. And do you honestly think, you honestly think, I mean, that's just like today. When when this ca leak came out of these these videos, you should have seen Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary. She did everything she could to avoid answering the questions. 
she wouldn't answer anything, folks. And I mean nothing. She did all she could do to try to do damage control. I mean, that's just like the key details on the, 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 the scoitus retirement itself. They won't even talk about that. So you know exactly what I'm saying. The nominees that they're going to pick are going to be extreme and over the top. Speaking of some other things in the news here, I I seen an article today. I I wanted to bring it up. Speaking of individuals being taken off networks or the extreme in itself, I, I caught this article today and I, I photo captured it on my phone so I could speak about this on the show. This was on Newsmax. It says YouTube permanently suspends conservative talk show host Dan Bongino. Now, I brung this up. This was first reported on The Hill. It says YouTube uh, has permanently pulled conservative talk host Dan Bongino off his platform for violating its terms of service. Well, (laughs) I wanted to bring this up because it ties right into that whole extreme far-left narrative that we were just discussing. But two, how many times have I said, folks, this is why I'm not on YouTube anymore? I used to do videos so that everyone could see what it was like as I'm doing my podcast. You could you could see me on the ditto cam. How many times was I on a show here and I talked about YouTube suspending me for the same reason that they permanently suspended Dan Bongino for violation of what they call their their terms of service. Do you know what that terms of service is? It's key catchphrases or keywords that you say. They don't even have to look at the video of what you're doing. They don't even have to listen to it. They have algorithms, folks. I've proved this. I've talked about this. YouTube has algorithms that catches keywords and key phrases. It doesn't matter if you sit there and say for a good example. The COVID vaccine works. They would suspend you. And you know why? It would come up as you violated their terms of service. And it would be under COVID misinformation. Now, I know people are scratching their heads when I say that. And they're like, but you just said the vaccine works. Why would they suspend you, Mr. Net? You said the key word in their algorithm. COVID. (laughs) I know people are laughing when I say this. I have said things on YouTube before. 
not bashing anything, and they've pulled my content before it even got up. Now, you can fight with them about it. It'll do no good. They will suspend you. I think the first violation, I believe, is two weeks. Then I think it's 30 days, and then it's a couple months, and then you're kicked off permanently. <clears throat> it's a, it's a three-strike rule, I do believe. <clears throat> now, I still have some videos up on YouTube. But most of my content, folks, like I said, they, they've pulled. And they, it's not because they went through, like I said, and listened to me or read it or watched it. Keywords in the algorithm that it picked up on, and that's why they ban you or they suspend you. I've already proven this theory. I already know how YouTube and, and, and Twitter and several others work. That that's that's what they do. They don't waste their time with their, as you hear all the time with the the drive-by media. Well, they've got their fact checker. No, they don't have enough fact checkers, folks, to check everybody. It's on a algorithm system. It picks up keywords or key phrases. If you say any of those through audio or video, and it picks it up, it will pull your content. So next time, if you're a YouTuber, something to think about. That's how they do it. This is the same thing that happened to Dan Bongino. Now, they gave the... Here's what YouTube says. It says, we terminated Dan Bongino's channel for circumventing our terms of service by posting a video while there was an active strike and suspension associated with the account, a spokesman for YouTube said. Basically, in so many words, again, they had struck down something that he had posted. He tried to circumvent them by going around and putting another video up. It caught those words or key phrases, and they pulled his content again. So there was a two-striker right there. He got out around their terms of services because he probably had a secondary account. They figured it out, so they permanently suspended him. I'm just going to go ahead. I, I don't know if this will reach Dan Bongino. I do listen to him. I am a fan of his work. I will say this to you, sir. Don't waste your time on them. I know they're, they're a large site for video content and upload. Don't waste your time on them. This is why I basically do radio and podcast, just with voice. Until we actually get a, a free platform that also does video. And then I'll go back to doing some work on the Ditto Cam. But at this point, it's not worth it. If I can reach my audience with my voice, Dan, you can do the same thing. I know you can. You have millions of followers, much more than I've got. And that's no disrespect to my audience. But, Mr. Bongino, I know you, you do not need YouTube. Don't worry about them. 
It's not going to make a dent in your viewership. Well, folks, I am 27 minutes to the top of the show here. I'm going to take my first scheduled timeout break. When we come back, we have many other things to talk about. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Stress, headaches, and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suit E in Mount Gilead, Ohio, Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness at gmail.com or by phone, area code 567-233-3288. When you are in need, drain and plumbing services. There's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service, they offer a 24-7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419-560. 6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands. You'll be thankful you did, folks. Friends, when it comes to big, costly concrete projects, rather for the residential, commercial, or just for decorative needs, you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable. That's why for all of my concrete project needs, I contact the people at Pennington Concrete. 
Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes. And they are a five-star rated business. So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620 or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth. But there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever gonna need, folks. From delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one in a lifetime moment. Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery at 419-709-0918 or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkle's Cookies and Cakeries, folks. In today's juggle between family and work, it's hard to get out of the same old routine and into something new. When you do have time for an adventure or for a vacation, you want to find something that's new and magical for you and the family. May I suggest the Ohio Railway Museum in Worthington. Founded in 1948, the Ohio Railway Museum is one of the oldest railroad museums in America. The museum is designed to educate through a historical exploration of century-old rail evolution. Ohio Railway in Worthington offers a glimpse of railroading past through their exhibits, like static equipment displays of electric traction and steam. They also offer rides with both of their street cars and Pullman passenger cars. For the kids, for example. So come take your family on a visit through a historical journey of locomotion. The Ohio Railway Museum is located at 990 uh, Proprietors Road in Worthington, Ohio. Open Sundays for the 2021 season from noon to 4 p.m. through the end of December, weather permitting. Regular pricing for adults is $9, children $7. Senior citizens and people with military personnel badges and IDs is $8. And as always, children under the age of three 
are free. You can ride as many times as you'd like on the ticket date as well. For more information, visit their website at www.ohiorailwaymuseum.org or you can go to Facebook or contact the museum directly at 614-885-7345 for more details for their seasonal events. And remember folks, it's a ride on a train of adventure and education. Don't miss out. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got good old classical singer Frank Sinatra somewhere beyond the sea. Good singer, very good song. And speaking of somewhere beyond the sea, we're going to get right into the next topic. Now, I talked about this here last week, and that is the issue that is standing right now when it comes to the United States and Russia and the tensions that's that's toppling over between Putin and his standoff with the United States and and you might as well say Europe. So I've got several articles here that I I want to read. The first one this one comes from, uh, this is from MSNBC. It talks about the, it's, it's titled, uh, Putin uh, positions troops near border as Biden rejects Kremlin's demands. This was also featured on Fox News and also The Hill. In the article here, it says, uh, as tensions rise near Ukraine's border with Russia, it says, President Biden has rejected Vladimir Putin's demands in a written letter delivered to the Kremlin on Wednesday. Now, in that letter, it says the United States uh, ambassador to the United Nations, says Linda uh, Thomas Greenfield, released a statement Thursday calling for an open meeting of the UN Security Council aimed at Russia's troop buildup on the Ukrainian border. It says more than 100,000 Russian troops are deployed on the Ukrainian border, and it says Russia is, in, is engaging in other destabilizing acts aimed at Ukraine. Talking about those destabilizing acts, the, one of them... It doesn't really talk about it here in this article, but I, I read this here this morning and a little bit here yesterday that they were doing exercises as well off the eastern uh, the eastern side of Ireland and the Pacific area. It was still in international waters. But Ireland also looks at them as commercial waters that it uses for its commercial 
uh, businesses and that the exercises were not wanted. So there is all sorts of things going on over in Europe, not just Ukraine, that's being destabilized. You have places like Poland, Lithuania. You've got places in eastern Germany. All over, they're, they're looking at Putin. They're, they're not really wanting to get involved in this. But they're also questioning all the moves because, folks, I said this here last week. He goes into to Ukraine rather to prop up a fake, you know, political leader or not. What stops them going into all those other countries and taking them back? Nothing. So as I was reading this article here, which... I'm not trying to sound, you know, make this article really sad sounding, but it kind of was a big nothing burger, this article. It just talks about how basically the UN is keeping a very close eye on Putin. It also talks about that the... Vladimir Putin here yesterday sent in a bunch of demands... One of them being that Ukraine could not join the United Nations. There was also many other demands that were not made public towards the United States. We have no idea what was in what 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 the Biden administration or how they responded to them. Now, from what I have read thus far today, because this article says that Biden rejected the Kremlin's demands. I don't think that's the case because Biden doesn't have a backbone. I don't even know how the United States could even... I don't even know how they could even go into talk saying, yeah, they can't join NATO. That's not up to the United States to make that. That's up to NATO to make that decision, not the United States. Now, I've heard other people say... Well, this is just Putin acting up because he wants something. And see, there's there's a demand list. He wants something from the United States. That's why he hasn't attacked. If he really wanted the Ukraine, he would have already have done it. Not 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 necessarily, folks. I still think that I'm going to be right. I still think this is going to be a one-two gut punch from Russia, and then China's going to get involved. Now, am I going to sit here and say all-out wars is, is going to happen? That's not what I'm saying. But I'm telling you, I have a feeling when one does move, the other one's going to move. That's just like today. There was an article today that I read. It was in the Washington Post. It talked about how China and Russia are continuing their Asian talks and strengthening country relationships, especially when it comes to military and commercial trade. Now, that's not surprising. None of this is surprising. Here's another one today. Now, this one was from Fox News. It says, State Department vows Nord System 2 
will be a hunk of metal at the bottom of the ocean if Russia invades Ukraine. It says the State's Department on Thursday unquivocally warned that if Russia does indeed invade Ukraine, the Nord System 2 pipeline will sit unused at the bottom of the ocean. It says the constitutional pipeline, or excuse me, the yeah, the controversial uh, pipeline has become the U.S. and NATO's biggest bargaining chip in the attempts to preserve Kiev's sovereignty. It says, but reporters questioned the diplomatic agency on whether Germany, which would perform a uh, uh, profit from the functioning pipeline is on the same page when it comes to the to countering a russian incursion folks russia or excuse me germany is not going to do anything they are dependent on russian fuel most of europe is dependent on russian fuel france for example dependent on russian fuel do you honestly think that they're going to cross the Kremlin? I want everybody in my listening audience to think about that. Do you honestly think some of our allies, one, they're never going to follow Joe Biden because he's incompetent and he's weak. They're not going to follow him into a battlefield. But do you honestly think that Europe and our allies within there, especially Germany, do you think they're going to risk angering Putin? That's why they're sitting on the fence. They don't want involved because they know as soon as they get involved, what the Kremlin's going to do. He's going to cut the pipelines off. We don't have fuel dependence to sell them now. Well, no. Our good old buddy, the president and the White House, Joe Biden, crippled us from that. From what Donald Trump had made us to be independent on energy and fuel. We don't have that now, folks. Remember, we shut down all the pipelines we were building with Canada. We shut down a bunch of off-oil rigging sites in the ocean. Because of Joe Biden. Fracking. Remember? Remember the presidential debate? Well, I'm going to I'm going to shut down all of that fracking that's out there. It's making all those people out there in uh, Pennsylvania rich. Remember that? Does everyone remember that when he said that and then Donald Trump called him on that and he, then what did he say? He completely denied what he had said and what happened? That's all shut down now. All those people lost their jobs. We're no longer energy independent. We're now depending on foreign oil again. And just like Europe, they're not going to cross Putin, who holds the shutoff valve or the on and off switch for the fuel and the oil flowing into their countries. 
They're not going to dare do that. And that's basically what this, this article was talking about. It's questioning all of our allies who are tied now again to big oil flowing from Russia into their countries, into their backyards. And it's not just oil, natural gas supplies, you name it. Folks are not going to do that. That's all he has to do. Flip of a switch turns it off. You have to think about these things as when war becomes a question, you have to look at strategically if you're going to get involved, what the consequences are going to be. And for Europe, who is not energy independent, it's going to cost them big, and they know it. And where they could have got it from the United States, since we were energy independent and able to sell fuel and natural gases to Europe, that option died when Donald Trump went out of office and we got Joe Biden. Speaking of looking at this as all-out war breaking out, the Pentagon, this is according to the Washington Post, the Pentagon's already prepping for that. It says here in this article by the Washington Post today, it says the Pentagon defends its preparation for Ukraine crisis, details military forces that could deploy. It says the Pentagon is defending its preparations in response to the threat of a Russian invasion of Ukraine. With a top spoke excuse me, a top spokesman on Tuesday highlighting the United States has provided millions of dollars in weapons to Kiev and provides new details about U.S. military forces that could deploy in Eastern Europe to bolster security. They talk about the 100,000 Russian troops that have assembled at the neighboring border of uh, Belarusa, or Belarusus, excuse me. One spokesman says, I take issue with the idea that this is sort of 11th hour. Hail Mary passes through stuff. Uh, one official from the um, Pentagon was saying, they've got him down here quoting, saying that um, the United States military is taking prepared measures. They have reactivated thousands of troops within the United States to possibly head to Europe. This is Director uh, Kirby identified the, the first time that the elements of the uh, 82nd Airborne Division or Airborne Corps from Fort Briggs uh, and the 101st Airborne Division from Fort Campbell, Kentucky. 
They've also identified the 4th Infantry Division of Fort Carson, Colorado. Uh, this was just among the internal forces that have led up to what they're calling a 8,500 um, troop uh, high alert that went out over this week. Would be the first or the first among them to go if all-out war happens or if security is needed in Ukraine. It says other units have been put on heightened alert as well, but it says the Pentagon has not released the names of those units or divisions for logistical reasons. It says, um, understanding the situation sensitivity, the base of what the deployments could be. It says also uh, with enhanced NATO capabilities. It says uh, a lot of the defense officials are hesitant in saying what they will or will not deploy if needed. So there you have it. It also, in this article as well, I find it funny because I talked about this one-two punch. They even come here at the bottom of the report, and it says that there is a potential quagmire that keeps security uh, focus right now squarely on China with its current movement, um, with their issues overseas with Beijing. Now, like I said, folks, I talked about this last week with that whole one-two punch routine. And I would not put it past them if you don't see Russia or China pull a World War II where you've got Japan and Germany who did their number I'm not saying it's going to happen just like that. But what I'm saying is they're going to do what I call the divide and pinch. One is going to make a move on where they on on what they're wanting to do and so isn't the other one. And it causes the United States to have two fronts that they're having to fight, two major superpowers. And what's Joe Biden going to do? I don't think Joe Biden's going to do anything. I don't even know if Joe Biden, folks, is even competent to even get involved in a war. I just really have an issue seeing Joe Biden at a desk trying, trying to be the commander-in-chief in the time of war. It's, uh, it's kind of scary to think about. But I just wanted to read that. That's from the Washington Post there. Now, I'm going to, sh to, to shift focus here. I have talked about three articles there on the, the Russia invasion of Ukraine or potential invasion and all-out war. Now, I want to shift focus on... I, I talked about this last week. I'm not going to get back into the whole issue with 
with, like I said, my material being taken off by other networks and used. But I, I did find this article here, and I, I, I am not trying to harp on Howard Stern, but I have to bring this up. So here last week, if nobody has heard, I'm sure everyone around the world has heard, singer and actor uh, Meatloaf um, had a lot of hit hit songs in, in the 80s and 90s. Uh, he passed away. Now, it has not really been said what Meatloaf died of. But you had Howard Stern go out. This was this was two days ago. I seen this article. It was on the twenty fifth, and I saved it. I just had to talk about this. You had Howard Stern come go out. We know how Howard Stern is. This whole individual about. Well, COVID is what it is now, and I can't get out of my house because of all these damn anti-vaxxers. Well, Howard Stern is at it again. This time, Howard Stern, this was on a... Uh, this was on an article on Yahoo News. It's titled, Howard Stern Urges Meatloaf's Family to Speak Out on COVID Vaccine After His Death. Howard Stern has already associated that the singer died from COVID. No proof of anything. Yeah, I've heard the same reports. Nothing has been for sure certain. Already blaming Meatloaf because he's, he, he didn't want to get vaccinated. He, he talked about... He had talked about that he would never surrender his rights... And have someone tell him what he could and couldn't do. He'd rather die. Now you've got Howard Stern saying, well, he died of COVID. Isn't it ironic? His family should go out there now and say he was wrong. He should have got vaccinated. And we lost him because of his stubbornness. I, I want to read this article. I, I'm not going to lip, lip sync this for everything. It says, Howard Stern's wants Meatloaf's family to speak out on COVID vaccine after his death. I said, Howard Stern is calling on the on Meatloaf's family to speak out on vaccines following the rock icon's death earlier this month. I said, Meatloaf died on January the 20th. It says, TMZ reported that the time that the singer had, had been seriously ill, they're saying that he had COVID. Again, that's not been confirmed. And that his condition quickly became critical. It's unknown at this time whether or not Meatloaf was vaccinated against COVID. See, they don't even know. And here we go. It's, oh, he died of COVID. Them damn anti-vaxxers. It says the singer challenged COVID mandates. In an August 2021 interview with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, uh, saying, I hug people in the middle of COVID. I understand stopping life for a little while, but 
They cannot continue to stop life because of politics. And he said, right now, they're stopping because of politics. That's what Meatloaf said. It said, when the interviewer replied, oh my God, we're being controlled by everybody, Meatloaf responded, yeah, I know, but not me. If I die, I die. But I'm not going to be controlled. Now, again, Howard Stern got a hold of all of that. He's on uh, Sirius XM radio. And for several months here, he's been speaking about, again, anti-vaxxers. So Stern said this week, he said, poor Meatloaf got sucked into some weird fucking cult. Pardon my language, I'm just telling you, reading verbatim here. Stern said, and somehow really believed that. And he made that statement. I'd rather die a free man than take that vaccine. And now he's dead. That was Howard Stern. It says clearly in the in this article here, it says clearly in the camp that believes meatloaf was against vaccine. It says Stern urged the late singer's family to speak out on the matter. Again, Stern said, I wish the family would come forward and say, you know, when Meatloaf was lying there in the hospital and he couldn't breathe, I hope he said, I made a mistake. I should have gotten vaccinated. Like all these anti-vaxxers, they all say, I made a mistake. He's talking about anti-vaccine individuals who have decided they don't want to get the shot, they get sick with COVID, they go to the hospital, they're dying, they can't breathe, and then they go on their deathbed. Oh, I made a mistake. That vaccine, if I just would have got it, would have saved my life. And then they die. That's what Howard Stern is talking about. Stern continued here. It says... Uh, the radio host told anti-vaxxers, <clears throat> he was talking to individuals who haven't got vaccinated, it says, it's time for you to get it. Now, if you don't get it, in my America, see how he says his America? All hospitals would be closed to you. You're going to go home and die. That is what it should should be. Absolutely. That was what Howard Stern said, folks. Do you see, does anyone else see from what I'm reading and hearing, how off the rails Howard Stern has become? You know, for someone who started his career on free speech, as he would always say, and I'm quoting him in movies like his movie Private Parts and his autobiographies and things that I've read about him, he would always tell people, you do whatever the hell you want. You have free speech. You have freedom of choice. That was Howard Stern. What happened? So a virus came through. It's no deadlier than the flu. Everyone's lost their minds, and Howard Stern apparently has lost his mind, too. 
he is still stuck on that kick. And this is what gets me, not just with Howard Stern. It, this this happens to, there's a lot of people out there, especially the drive-by media, and you've got political figures in power. It's the same thing. Other Hollywood celebrities. I, I want to know. I, I really want to ask Howard Stern this in person. I know it'll never happen, but I really want to ask him. What information are you reading to prove 100% Mr. Stern that the reason that COVID is still here is because of anti-vaxxers? What data do you have that the CDC, the World Health Organization, and the and independent firms, universities, doctors who study in this field every day, what do you have? What are you what what do you have in front of you within a shadow of the doubt to prove that all of this issue with COVID still being here is anti-vaxxers? What data do you have in front of you, Mr. Stern, to show that people that that get the COVID vaccine, or the shot as I call it, are any more or less dangerous than people that don't. I'm trying to figure this out. What is it, Mr. Stern, that just because you go out and get the vaccine, what in your mind tells you that you're 100% safe? Now, I'm 29 minutes in here, folks. I just looked at the clock. I have to take my next uh, commercial break here. We're going to talk about this a little bit more when we come back um, before I move on to my next topic and we close out the show for the night. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Time. A word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones, as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, Antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On the Square Antiques specialize in just that. Antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, On the Square Antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, grand millennial, granny chick, artwork, and very nice jewelry. Store hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. They arrange payments very easily, and you can pick up at your own convenience, or shipping options are available. For more information, check out their Facebook page on On The Square Antiques, or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com, or even by phone, area code 
1-800-222-8222. And as they always say, happy antiquing. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly, and they're just sitting in your yard, folks. Rather in the backyard, the front yard, up against your house. And they're just a sight for sore eyes. You have to mow around them. You have to stare at them through your windows. Your neighbors don't like seeing it. It makes your property values go down. And over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes, or even become bug infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation. And they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www.nidehartsstumpremoval.com or send your questions to Info at NineHeartStumpRemoval.com. Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect! House siding, brick, or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect! Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect! How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect! ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook. Email them at proselect.es at gmail.com for more information. Looking for innovative and professionalism when it comes to the residential and commercial construction? Well, have I got the company for you folks. America's Pioneer Construction. With over 25 years of building and management experience, Pioneer Construction is the leader in craftsmanship and creativity through construction. Started in 1995 by a master carpenter and craftsman, the company has grown and evolved with the reputation of construction known for trust, knowledge, and integrity. From custom-built homes to renovations, Pioneer provides superior customer service and satisfaction in the areas of general contracting, construction management, design and build, planning, and complete project management through the whole construction process. So if you're looking for a dependable and knowledgeable company to get your dream project off the ground, Call Pioneer Construction Company, located in Mount Gilead, Columbus, and the Cincinnati, Ohio areas. Or you can drop them a message at Pioneer Construction, 1975.jb3 at gmail.com. Or 
scroll through their website at pioneerconstruction.us for more information. You won't be sorry that you did, folks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Charles Nash, from Political Theater. You know, I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it. And it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now they are a fairly new small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all natural hand poured soy wax melts. All natural, chemical free face, body, hand, feet, and lip scrubs. Chemical free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies. They also create hand painted beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion. The perfect gift for loved ones. And with the holidays just around the corner, who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer? Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their webpage at www.footprintsandwax.com. Or you can call the owner, Missy Boggs, area code 419-569-1222 for further questions. And tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Thanks, folks. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. It's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage. They will ship it to your house directly. They've got several different kinds of roasts. And again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. 
And if you don't want to believe me, or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. back ladies and gentlemen heading into the end of our last commercial timeout here and heading towards the end of the show so i'm going to get into the last bit of articles here that i wanted to talk about this evening now before i get into those i'm going to finish up where i was before i took my last commercial timeout and that was over, like I said, the article with, with Howard Stern and what he said about meatloaf and anti-vaxxers. And, you know, the last part of that with what he said about if it was his America, <clears throat> excuse me, if it was his America, he basically said that, you know, you, you, you wouldn't be going to my hospitals. No, if you, if you didn't have the COVID vaccine already. You, you wouldn't be allowed. You'd have to go home and just die. That's Howard Stern. My question would also be, and lines of questions to Stern, what makes your life, just because you're vaccinated, more important than somebody else's? Let me ask you this, Mr. Stern. Let's say someone was not vaccinated had a heart attack nothing covid related are you going to say they can't go to a hospital because they're not vaccinated what happens if someone gets into a car crash is bleeding is bleeding out rush the hospital what are they going to say to them well you don't you weren't jabbed so we you're just going to have to bleed out and die That's how idiotic, folks. You want to talk about brainwashed? That's how idiotic and brainwashed his statements are. Just with what he said in that article that I'm reading everybody and quoting. I mean, it's absolutely absurd with the stupidity that's come out. I mean... I know Howard Stern has had some serious, stupid things come out of his mouth over the years, and that's what makes his show. But this right here, this is as bad as what I read to you here two weeks ago from different news anchors out in California with, with these professional journalists or professional people in healthcare saying that if you're not, if you don't have the vaccine, we're going to make your lives a living hell. You should just die. Your death should be celebrated. Your family should feel like they're scum. Remember how I read all that off to everybody? About celebrating people's death because they're not vaccinated? 
I got one step question, you know, another question here. One, We'll go one step further here. This goes to Howard Stern or any of these people who are, 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 are spewing this hate garbage. Let's say someone walked in to a clinic. Said, I've made a decision to get the COVID jab. So they go in and get the COVID-19 shot with whatever it is. Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. And they go in and they get they get jabbed. And let's say they have a reaction to the shot. And it ends up killing them. And I'm just going to go ahead on record. Because I know if this gets out, Howard Stern or someone else is going to say, well, that, that doesn't happen. No, that does. There's been several cases of that. Where someone has went in and got the shot and they've died from it. Good example, there was a man in New Zealand here just a month ago that that happened to. It caused him to go into cardiac arrest. And it is on the health record books. And there's been many more. So let me ask you this again. What are you what what do you, what's your answer then? Oh, he died for a good cause. Get out of here. I seriously want to know what Howard Stern and them are looking at that I I don't that I, I haven't seen. You have leading experts who have no data to show any of this. Even Dr. Fauci, the beloved Dr. Fauci to all these liberals, doesn't even have that information, folks. Doesn't. You want to talk. This this was just out here today as well. They had an article here. Let me get it, see if I can find it in my pile here. I've got things. Ah. Here it is right here. CDC chief tells staff to run cover while she Googles owned website for info. I'm not making this up. CDC uh, director well, uh, well, Welensky, trying to pronounce her name here had to Google her own website when asked about advancing uh, advancing the, the, equal, the equality in the pandemic response program. This goes through the whole issue with, with the CDC, their guidelines. She doesn't even know. A week ago, she even came out and just said the same thing that Howard Stern's going on about. Well, you know, he's going on about numbers. They came out and said they don't have any. So how the hell do you know that all the anti-vaxxers are the problem, and that's why we have COVID still running rampant, apparently, according to the media. That's killing everybody, according to the drive-by media. Well, we don't even have numbers to support that evidence.
There is nothing to even support that. It's just something to think about, folks. Now, the last articles that I want to I want to address here tonight is the crime issues going on here all over the United States. Great example. We had uh, three Houston police officers shot. They just reported here about an hour ago before I started doing the show that the suspect is in custody after a standoff and a shoot-off with officials. Now, this has been going on for about a week now with different cops and law enforcement being shot and killed. There was two officers in New York that that happened to. Um, it, it's happening all over. Chicago is crime-ridden. New York is crime-ridden. New Jersey. You've got a bunch of shootings even out in Texas now. Or out, out around the border area. And it, it is. It's... The reason I'm bringing this up, it, it's it's sad. But then you had Black Lives Matter even out there here four days ago. Four days ago, advocating the deaths of all of these cops. Calling, saying, why are you calling them heroes? They were mad because people were calling those fallen officers heroes. That's just like the liberal media. They're they're in panic mode because you have all these people. You have all these people that are going into stores and robbing stores of under $1,000 out there in California. On video, walking right by security officers and nobody stopping them. Crime, murder rates are running rampant. And it's not getting any better. It's getting worse. The cops are being targeted. I mean, folks, it's getting out of control. It, it, it's not going to get any better. I mean, here's, here's, here's a... This was from the Houston mayor here in this article that I was reading about. It says... Um, Houston mayor says one officer was shot in the foot, another in the leg, a third in the arm. All are in stable condition. Um, gives the officers names. I mean, th this was just in the one out in, 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 like I said, in Houston. The one in New York here the other day, those officers were gunned down and killed. One of them in broad daylight. So for everyone saying, well, when that new the new mayor in New York got into power, this 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 crime was going to change. It didn't change. It's got even worse. When you have liberal DAs in charge and they refuse to prosecute people and they're putting them right back out on the street. Well, you're doing the same thing like we talked about with Biden. And the Russia is issue with Vladimir Putin. 
people are going to continue to act up, folks, when they see that we have no power, no law, no authority. They're going to act out. Well, it's the same thing here. When you have people in power that will not prosecute, will not go to the full extent of the law, what happens? You get this. And it's only going to get worse. Well, folks, I am going to wrap up tonight's show. As always, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. If you would like to say anything, rather it be about what we've talked about, or maybe a topic that I haven't talked about, and if you would like to give your two cents, good or bad, you can always email me at charlesnash114 at yahoo.com, or you can even go to politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook. You can see the big political theater poster there with my face on it. It looks like something from a political poster from the Ronald Reagan years. Uh, Drop us a line there. If you would like to come on the phone, uh, or excuse me, the the show, you can give me a a call on the phone. It's 740-802-7936. Anybody can come on the show, folks anybody we have individuals on this show all the time um you know i don't care if you just want to talk about sports or how how you feel politically wise what's going to happen or what's going on around the world if you have a story that you would like to get out come on the show the mic the dark night mic is always open to anyone and everyone Again, I would also like to thank everybody. <clears throat> I would like to thank all of our sponsors through Think Local First. And as always, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. It's it's what makes me do this every week to try to keep you, my listeners, informed and to make your own decisions and hopefully point you in a good educational direction or give you guidance on where to go to find good information. So again, thank you. I I, I couldn't make the show without the listeners that I have, and I hope it continues to grow. Well, this has been another great episode, folks. I want to thank everyone again. Stay tuned. We'll be back at the end of the week here with another show. But thank you. Everyone have a good night. Stay safe out there. And we'll see you next time, folks.